someone like who am I? Who's Chris? I'm Chris. Okay. You're Chris. I'm Chris. Cool. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing really good. How are you? Good. Uh, I feel like things are starting to get a little bit more normal. Yeah, after that whole week. I don't know. I really appreciated having that week off, but also... <laughs> you're putting the light <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I, after a few days, it just got kind of like stressful. Because then everything starts getting pushed back, and then you don't know when anything's due. Because, like, school, I need, to be, like, I need to, like, stay on a schedule for me to be productive. And so, now I'm getting back into the schedule. Yeah. Do, do you... Have you always been, like, very scheduled? I guess scheduled no. Person? I've never... Like, high school, I would just do things whenever I felt like it or, like, right before it was due. Um, but college, like, once I got here, it was like, oh, if I don't, like, like set, like, create a plan for the week, I'll fall behind. Or, like, I won't be as prepared as I need to be. And so, as soon as I got here, I started, like, creating a schedule of things I need to do. Um, which is very weird. I had never been used to it. So it was really hard for me in the beginning to, like, stick with it. But I've gotten, I've gotten better at it. That's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you, like, do that sort of thing? Like, stay on the schedule? I try to. Um, I've tried many times just to do a schedule. I'm like, I don't know. I, I just like can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I usually just end up like, oh boy, 4 a.m. Time to do, <laughs> do everything that's due in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, which isn't the best, best means of production, but I don't know. I find that like hasn't hurt me yet. Yeah. At least I don't think so. I already know. Like if I... Like, because now I have my labs, and labs requires, like, so much work. I have to, like, do things, like, days ahead. So, I think that, because I started working out with David Chun mm-hmm. and Matt and Marcus. Like, I don't know why, but I feel, like, so much more productive. I feel like I want to, like, create, like, a really set schedule. Like, first I want to sleep, I want to fix my sleeping schedule. Because that's messed up. There mm-hmm. is no sleeping schedule. I either fall asleep at midnight or at 3 a.m. There is no between. And then I wake up. Whenever I feel like it, but yeah. I think it's so important. Like, it's just like a bedrock for your mental health. It is. Um, have you heard the phrase like? I think Benjamin Franklin said it was like, uh, like the wise man who goes to bed early is like healthy, wealthy, and wise, something like that. <sighs> Yeah, but he also it's, created daylight savings. <laughs> no, it's like, no, it's like, it's like going to bed early makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. But then there's another part to that, which is added on later. Oh. But it was like, it also makes him like socially dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Because everything goes on at night. That's like, true. Like, and I think especially here at our apartment, mm-hmm. there's always people here. Exactly. And exactly. like, everyone goes to bed at like 2, 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. So if you like, you feel like if you go to bed, you're missing out. Yeah, like, uh, I love, like, I want to like have a good sleep schedule, right? But I don't want to like get used to sleeping early, like at midnight. Like to me, that's early, because like I'm always talking with people until like one or two in the morning sometimes, and it's like I don't want to like stop what I'm doing. It's like oh, time for bed, you know? Like uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have some sleep. So I was thinking maybe like 
go to sleep like at one or two and wake up at nine. Is that weird? No, I mean, everyone has their different amounts of sleep that they need. These people wake up like at six, five a.m. every day. I know. I My professor wakes up at like four thirty every day and reads newspapers. Oh he reads my. like three different newspapers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's like that's his his whole life, I guess. Professor Miller, the beast. <laughs> what is he a professor for? He's a professor for my marketing class. Marketing. Yeah. What well, what is marketing? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you always tell me about all your business classes. I'm so intrigued because like, this is like it's, they seem like such vague concepts, right? Like, um, I mean, okay. I guess in terms of marketing, marketing is a science. Uh-huh. I'm saying science with uh, air quotes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it kind of is, it's a lot of like probability and psychology and statistics and uh-huh. essentially marketing isn't, something like marketing and advertising kind of get um, like tacked together. Yeah. Whereas like marketing is predicting, it's like giving something to the people before they know that they want it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's like yeah. I don't know, like. Apple, like, um, people don't even know about, like, wireless headphones. Yeah. And they make them. And then, oh, yeah, I want that. Uh, so it's like figuring out the next big thing. Pretty much. That's like marketing, whereas advertising is everything you see, like, mm-hmm. the the ads and the newspaper articles. Mm-hmm. And, does anybody read newspaper? Um, <laughs> reviews, I don't know. <laughs> so it's, I think I just give a bad, a bad rap <laughs> to business because, like, I don't know, maybe it's just like me being cynical, but it's mm-hmm. like all these business kids doing their business things. Uh-huh. I heard that conversation we had the other night where like we were talking about like how business like everyone goes to business school and it's like acting. Like yeah, it's a big act. act. That was so interesting, like I don't know, everyone just learns to act the same way and it's like was there even a point to begin with? Well, I feel like what it is um, because the big thing is like the pipeline, as they they call it, like the the college to corporate pipeline. Like you meet people, and then they end up getting jobs at corporation, and then um, hopefully that person will let will like pull for you when you're applying to that place. Mm-hmm. So then, what this creates is like everyone kind of takes the same classes. So then everyone's the same. Yeah. But then so okay, well, what makes you different? Oh, well, I, I have a nonprofit. I created this product. I did this. So it's kind of like a evening the playing grounds, which I guess is good in a yeah. sense. Um, but then the flip side to that is that there's, it's like, there's so much emphasis on like, be yourself yeah. and do different things. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but don't be too different mm-hmm. because then, uh, then you're weird <laughs> and you're outcast. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It's, um, it's a balance. You want to call it that? But like who decides that balance? Exactly. I don't know. Maybe I'm just making all this up. I don't work in the corporate job. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It is. Um, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I, mean, so I love hearing you talk about, like, 
all the classes you take because it's so in- different from me like being in stem mm. like everything's like so specific like you're learning a very specific field and most of it is like very new like we're learning things that are like in papers like two three years ago like things aren't like they haven't even been released in textbooks so it's like it's interesting but also i hate theory i just i love learning what we already know i don't want to learn new things or like they make you try and figure out things for like yourself it's like no, just teach me what I need <laughs> what to am know. I paying for? I know. Yeah, I don't know why. I think I guess because like UT is like a big research university. They promote a lot of like figure out what you want to learn. Like, what can you like? What are you interested in? And what can you bring to that? You know. And it's like, man, I was trying to get my degree. Get <laughs> out of here. Well, but, I think that, that that's interesting um, because like very different approaches because like maybe maybe like you would love business because it's all just like here's here's the curriculum no ifs ands or buts this is it like this is what accounting is like Uh accounting is rules like Uh that's it it's just rules and Uh it is it is like it, it literally is like who like who sticks the most information on their brain oh and then that's that it's um so it's kind of it's interesting how stem there's like there's so much emphasis for stem or it's almost like if you're not studying stem it's like what are you doing like i know I've, i felt that like mm-hmm. talking to people oh yeah i'm pre-med yeah mm-hmm. i'm uh i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do yeah i'm gonna be an anesthesiologist like mm-hmm. all these like crazy like yeah. super specific things like dude like, is that even a real job yeah. like um i don't know and i was like should i go pre-med mm-hmm. oh. i was like well do i like medicine well no i don't mm-hmm. like but the cloud <laughs> but the cloud I don't know, like, everyone like they're like oh yeah i'm pre-med like it's a bright like no it's like i just don't know what i'm doing yeah. so i'm just gonna say i'm pre-med because <laughs> it's easy to explain yeah i'm uh, i'm pre-college <laughs> <laughs> I think most people in STEM just, like, have no idea what they're doing. And so, like, they'll be like, maybe I'll do research. Maybe I'll be a doctor. Maybe it's a lot of maybes. Because, like, science, we don't know what jobs we could get. Because, like, you don't, you're not going to do anything with, like, a bachelor's in a STEM yeah. major. Um, it's all about graduate school. So, then you figure out what you want to do then. But it's like, if you're not doing medicine, it's like, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. it's either you do research or medicine. It feels very limited. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how, it's like, what am I going to discover? Like, what am I going to discover in STEM? It's like, but that, I don't know, I'm 19. There, like, no, what? there are, like, people doing actual research. I think it's so, like, I'm doing college wrong. People are, like, they're doing their research labs, like, helping professors, like, finish their research and doing their own research at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in, the, I'm in the honors program, right? And so I have, I hear people do, like, presentations on whatever research they're doing at the time. And it's like, these people are the same age as me, but their thinking is, like, beyond me. And it's like, what am I doing here, you know? Yeah. It's like, these people have, like, genuine passions, and then they're, like, being able to do research on it. So I guess that's, like, cool for being in STEM, but it's, like, not my thing. Mm-hmm. Well, like, like, okay, if what if you had any option to, like, form a degree plan for anything what would it be oh, you're asking the big question the big question okay you know one thing i've always been super into or like one thing i think is like a huge problem 
is the American education system. I could go off about like all the things that are so like people praise it so much because like it get, like you could say it has so much success because like everyone wants to go to school in America, right? But it's so there's so many little things that people like don't talk about that uh, like where do I start? Like the curriculum, right? The curriculum is supposed to be the same for everyone, but it isn't, right? Like when we got here, we thought Alexander was like trash, right? And we we're like, oh, the teachers are not good. We're not learning like the best things. We come here, and there's people like who also live in Texas, like they do not have the same knowledge as we do that we thought was basic, right? Like basic bio for us, people hadn't like they didn't know what that was. Like yeah. they went through four years. We learned it freshman year, and they didn't even cover it once. Things like that. Like the difference in levels of education, and just like how broad it is, I don't like how broad education. Because I feel like I'm always learning, relearning the same thing every year. When I feel like I wish I could learn more specific things, specific things I'm doing now, like in college, so I could like be. I don't know where am I going with this. Point is, if I could sum it up, high school. Felt like uh, preparation, preparing my resume for college. Yeah, that's how I put it. Like it wasn't me trying to better myself; it was me trying to create a good resume to get into a good college, right? So it wasn't like, oh, let me take this class because I think it's interesting. Like, no, it's because let me take this class because I know it'll give me a good grade and it'll boost my GPA, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, let me join this org because not because i think it's cool <laughs> but because like i need stuff on my resume you know like honor society yeah and or like all the essays all the standardized testing man the most ugh, standardized testing is a whole other thing like the the the, the, the people don't you're not going to gain a person's knowledge from like a test that everyone can take you know standardized testing doesn't doesn't gauge knowledge and gauges like the amount of effort you put into trying to figure out how to take that test. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm rambling. Are we on? Yeah, we're on. Okay, so I was <laughs> rambling. Point is, you asked me what kind of class I wanted to take. Uh, or like, what was the major? Yeah, like if you just make anything a major, what would it be? It would be the reconstruction of the education system. Because there's so many facets of education that I think we could improve on, and like that we can study. Like, this is so many levels of education. I think it's so interesting, you know, like from creating curriculum to how we, uh, uh, what's the word? Performance analysis of students, right? How well do we know they're doing? Because everyone does well in like different things. And, you know, preparation for teachers, because, you know, like teachers, they're learning things, they went to school like 20, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. But things have changed so much within that time, you know? So you would think that the level in the, the education for teachers. And then the also teachers don't get paid, like, anything, which is so crazy to me because they're preparing kids for the future. And then just, like, spreading knowledge on how to better education, you know? And just, like, also, like, catering to the mental health of, you know, students because I think that's also a huge thing. Um, that's a whole other thing that you can talk about. But... But yeah, just there's so many things I think to talk about just concerning education. I think education actually is like sort of a major, 
but not like that. It was like education reforming, I guess. Yeah, it's all policy, you know. But I think ugh, the people who like I don't want to put like the the education to like the hands of like policymakers because like look what happened with like the No Child Left Behind yeah. Act and then what Obama tried to do. It was just like it was a lot of you need to be in the 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 grid and grind of it all, you know, like within the education system. Ah, education. Well, then, I think the reason why it's standardized is because of, um, like, political influence. I mean, mm-hmm. there's literally, like, standardized testing exactly. is something, like, instituted by the government. And then, I'm, like, then there's that argument of, like, well, are the right people going into the right positions? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean... Like, who, who's getting these positions that make huge decisions on what we're learning? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, when what are those? I don't know. Maybe it's not even one person. I mean, I think it makes sense to be, like, a committee or something. Yeah. Actually, it is the... I was reading into it because I did research for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, every state sets their own, like, standards for education. But it's, like, federally mandated for every, every state to, like, meet a certain criteria. So it's like national tests and then state tests. Mm. And basically, like, I don't want to be like all hoot about it. It was like states like covering their asses. Like, just like say like we provided you like the basis for of an education, but not like the best education that you could have, you know? Mm. Like we just we just got you out of here. Like star tests, right? You needed like a 40 to pass that test. It was not difficult. People still fail. Like, I don't yeah. like point being. Um, and then the people who make the curriculum, right? They're not people who have, like, an education in education, you know? They're, like, they're policymakers. They're, like, uh, the student board officials. They're all, uh, like, government people. Like, they've got, they took classes, like, in government. You know, like, they don't know any, they don't know much about education, you know? Like, they weren't teachers or anything. So, how can we have people who don't know much about education deciding what people are learning, you know? And it's like, there's so many things that go into it. Thing, law levels. Yeah, it's very... It, was, it touches on so many things. Mm-hmm. Like the child development, brain development, exactly. learning, what do you, okay, what's important. And then I know now, like, the whole thing with... Uh, like, racial inequality is now becoming like, such a big thing. Yes. People are putting pressure on governments. Oh, why aren't we learning about this or this or this or this? Mm-hmm. And like, it, it's kind of crazy because I feel maybe like we, uh, I wouldn't say are going through kind of all this change and turmoil, but we're kind of right there on that cusp mm-hmm. of, I don't know, like what does it mean to get an education and then I feel like especially with, like, technology and, mm-hmm. I don't know, TikTok or, like, things like that. Like, like a lot of people are don't need an education anymore, mm-hmm. like, to be successful. And I guess you could argue, like, those kids aren't successful. They're just lucky. Yeah. But um, making a lot more money than I am. <laughs> Probably ever Ooh. will, for that yeah. matter. So, I don't know. I, I don't know why, like, I see, I don't have TikTok. But I see TikToks, 
And it's like a lot of people, it's a lot of TikToks where they're like, I dropped out of college at 21 and I did this, this, and this, and now I'm a millionaire. You know, like, they make it seem so easy, but it's like, uh, the what are Because well, I feel like in that like, case, they're selling, they're like selling something. They're exactly. selling like a, a brand or a product mm-hmm. or themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did this. And then a lot of the times it turns out like, mm-hmm. no, you didn't do that. Like, either they're just straight up lying or yeah. like your millionaire father gave you like a massive, I don't know, trust mm-hmm. fund loan. I don't even think that's how it works. But like, I don't know. It's it like kind of stresses me out because mm-hmm. then it's like well maybe my education's bad, but I mean what can you do? And we're already in it. You know? Yeah, too far in. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so true. I'm always wondering like why am I? You know what? I'm not gonna think too much yeah, about we're, it. Yeah, we don't want to get too existential <laughs> in the. I right, one thing. They okay like for like STEM in general for people. People, a lot of some people want to become doctors, right? Uh-huh. Thing is, they're making it a lot harder for people to become doctors, and they're doing it on purpose because they want to keep the amount of doctors limited so that they can keep the pay the same, right? Because doctors mm-hmm. get paid a lot, but you can't just pay every doctor the same amount, so they're limiting it. Because I mean, like, there's such a huge demand for healthcare workers, right? But you think about the like the acceptance, the acceptance size for each class, like fifty per school, you know? Or like in some cases it's like a, like 50 per state because like the classes are so small. And it's like, how can you say that you want more people to enter this field when you're making it so competitive and so difficult for people to get into? Like, this is ridiculous to me, you know? Mm, well, I guess I'd say like, uh, the whole argument of like quantity over quality, mm-hmm. but also I don't, I don't think I know enough about the healthcare profession. Why well, you can re- like, like it's to the same make thing that for claim. like law school, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it depends because obviously there's varying degrees of uh, like legal need. Like you can have a lawyer who um, just does traffic tickets mm-hmm. or I don't know, like personal injury or divorce cases. That's all they do. All they mm-hmm. do for their whole life. And then you have someone who goes and becomes like a corporate attorney and makes millions of dollars and mm-hmm. like sues massive corporations like like very varying degrees of uh what they do and so what i was thinking is like okay well does like one high quality doctor is that better than a group of lower quality doctors mm-hmm. but then what does that look like and you have to think about like well, at what point, like, how would you measure quality? And also, the way we're going about, like, creating these quality doctors, right? Like, like for example, my dad's a physical therapist, right? It took him four years to become a physical therapist, four years of schooling. But now, like, 20 years later, you need a doctor to become a physical therapist. So, like, an extra four years of schooling, and they made it a lot more competitive to become a physical therapist. And now it's like, well... He's performing at the same level as other physical therapists, but they have way more schooling mm-hmm. and more debt. So it's like, well, what was the reason? Yeah, what was the change? I think it was just like the, the board decided, or the board of physical therapists would be like, we have too many, so we need to limit the amount of people coming in. 
So then they just made it more difficult. And now there's no jobs for physical therapists. So people are becoming physical therapists. Like they spend so much money to get to that point, and now it's like they don't they kind of get jobs. Was that because there's too many? I don't. I think. I don't know why, because like the demand was so high at one point, and then it just dropped all of a sudden. I don't know why. I think it was like policy changes in healthcare. Um, but, like people couldn't afford physical, like hospitals can't afford physical therapists. Hmm. Or it's like it's not covered under insurance yeah. or something like that. Or like they just had too many, so then now there's no more jobs. So that's why they had to like make the pool smaller. That's yeah. that's strange. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder. I wonder what it would look like if doctors, like, never really got paid well. Mm-hmm. Like, what what would that look like? Well, I think like in other countries they don't get paid very well. Uh, like, um, I don't know. I think like in a lot of European countries, like it's like a hundred thousand dollars, like a good salary. Where here, that's like the base. You know, average is like two to three hundred. So I don't know. In America, you make so much money as a doctor because of like insurance and it's all privatized because well, everyone needs a doctor yeah because everyone's unhealthy but then it's like also you have to bring in like the like countries that have the the free health care and mm. how that affects it it's like doctors like doctors in those countries make a lot less money this is an argument oh my gosh i don't know i don't know enough about like the like healthcare stuff like policy it's all too complicated me either. I see my dad complaining about it all the time. <laughs> like, uh, this, this, and this, and then we lost money. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome everybody <laughs> to the, <laughs> the second Maddie Ice Hot Takes podcast. Today, I guess it's Christopher Ippolito. What's up? A local legend, my roommate. And my dearest friend. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know we were there. Wait, so I just went off on healthcare and they had no idea who I was. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. They do, they do now. Um, protecting your identity. Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We can edit that at the beginning <laughs> if we need to. Uh, um, hmm, healthcare. What's the deal about it? I don't know. I, I could not go in depth. Like, I, I, I know, like, the basis of everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, in healthcare. I don't know anything about policy. So I don't want to say anything, like, stupid. You know? <laughs> like, and then everyone in the comments is just like, well, ah, there, this is this. <laughs> well, there's probably not going to be comments. And it's probably going to be, like, eight people listening. <laughs> so you don't, you don't need to worry about I that. You never know when they're going to blow up, right? I'm going to blow up. Like, Everyone, like in the future, you're gonna have like millions of listeners, and they're all gonna be like, "Wow, I wonder what the second podcast talked about." Yeah, and then you're gonna you're gonna be the head of the school board, and <laughs> lose your job because of this. I th- I'm genuinely afraid. Like one day, like someone will record me saying something really dumb or like something I should not have said, and then in the future I will be like canceled. I know, and that's I like kind of hate that because. I mean, well, I don't want to get canceled. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, hopefully I don't say anything to get canceled for, but, like, I've, I don't doubt that I've said something in the past that was, like, insensitive. Yeah. I mean, you can get canceled for anything nowadays. But then also it's like, okay, what's, like, in 20 years, what is going to be 
deemed like cancel cancelable. Mm-hmm. Like, what if like I don't know, like anti like machine language. Like, what if what if like <laughs> what if like AI like tries mm-hmm. to gain civil rights? Oh, I think about that a lot. Like, people were, like, protesting for the rights of, like, machines. Yeah. Because, like, they gained sentience. And what if, what if I say, no, I hate machines. They're right. stupid. They're not living. And then and then they play this podcast at my mm. trial. And I get executed by a guilty machine. I don't know. Something I think about, right? I don't know how, how much of a hot take this is. You can edit this out if it's too much. But, like, trans... I don't know how to say it. People who are like furries, right? Okay. I say, I, in my mind, I say trans species. That's probably like, whoa. But I think, like, I watched like the documentary on it. Do you see the, it's on YouTube? About like Ethereans, people who believe that are like animals, right? They're not necessarily furries. There's people who believe that they're humans, but spiritually, they're animals, like a different species, right? And so, like, initially, like, it's like, oh, like, they're just weird, right? Like, there's no way they're like, okay, like, there's something going on, they're just trying to be whatever. But, like, what if one day that's, like, something that you could get canceled for? Like, you not respecting the beliefs of these Ethereum people, right? Um, I would relate it to, like, trans issues back in the day. Like, people would say, like, oh, how can this man say that he's a woman, you know? Like, that's just not regular, you know? And now, obviously, everyone, like, it's so accepted, like, the people are advocating for their rights and everything, which is amazing. But, like, what if one day, like, these, like, trans species people, like, what if that's, like, a norm? And then, like, you just can't say anything about that, you know? Like, oh, yeah, what do you think about it? What do you think about it? No, I think, um, <laughs> I think it's a, a, like, a slippery slope. Yeah. Because it's like, what do you allow? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you, you're a dolphin. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll accept. Like, okay, cool. Like, you're a dolphin. Yeah. Like, Whatever. Assume, you want me to call you a dolphin? Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Um, but I, I feel like it might... I think that just seems... I think the only real threat would be being canceled. And even then, like... What does canceling even do? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you do normal people get canceled? Like, I feel like normal people get canceled when they're like a when they like sexually assault someone. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's I mean, like that's a yeah. stain on your character, mm-hmm. and it should be. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It's like you shouldn't discriminate people. Um, all right, so, like, example. The the Bachelor, right? The uh-huh. show, the host. Did you hear about the host? No. Like, he said some... Oh, right, so, like, one of the contestants. Weird. Um, She had, like... People found out, like, in her previous posts that she um, did some, like, racially insensitive things. We'll just leave it at that because I don't know the full situation. And so they interviewed him about it, and he sort of, like, defended her in a little way. And then he also said something about, like, Oh, like the the I don't know what word what term he was, but like the woke police weren't around like four years ago, and so when he said that, 
everyone like canceled him, right? Like the host of the show, like like a lovable guy, everyone loves him. Mm-hmm. But he says one wrong thing, and now he like he's he stepped down as the host of the show. Really? After like twenty years of hosting it, and it's like I don't I don't know if it's gonna be forever, but like the point is that like he said one thing, and now like everyone just like ganged up against him. Well, I think that's also because he's not. I mean, I don't think he's, like, the owner of the show. No. So, like, he answers to someone. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if he's the face of the show, um, and people don't like the face of the show, why would he be there? Yeah. So, I mean, and that's a thing in, like, show business. Not that I'm in show business, <laughs> yeah. but, like, that's the whole thing. It's, like, mm-hmm. keep your mouth shut, don't really say anything. And then it doesn't make sense why people get so surprised where it's like oh this actor's conservative what mm-hmm. he is like well, that's crazy but like no because that's that's like that's hollywood like hollywood is like traditionally left-leaning like and don't speak out against the people who are in hollywood and what they're pushing um and it's also it's like so backwards with i don't know i i think like people try to police morality but it's like what do you like who gave you that option that decision and who says what you're policing is right Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's always like very backwards it's like you're making fun of this person and they're not like uh mentally well so kill yourself it's like what like i hate when they make it like that like, oh, you said this one wrong thing, kill yourself. You know, like, you're attacking these people for, you know, saying some insensitive things. And it's like, oh, why are you making it so extreme, you know? Like, if anything, you're the, like, you're what, you make the culture so toxic, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, I feel like that word's just, like, toxic has become such a good word mm-hmm. just to describe so many like things that are going on in our society because it's like the best word to use because it's uh, like toxic isn't something that like kills you immediately but it's obviously not something good for you yeah um and if if you listen to the first podcast like it it went into the uh like social media and how i don't know I, i feel like very I don't know, I guess I do feel, like, strongly about social media that, um, it's just not a good place, Mm -hmm. like, for discourse or for gathering opinions, but that's what it's for, like, it's for spreading opinions, but... Is it, though? Yeah. Well, to me, well, the thing, I have never been, like, very big on social media. The only social Mm -hmm. media I've ever had is Instagram, and, but, like, when I hear about it, it's, like, it's not people, like trying to spread their opinion. It's more like people trying to, like, gain support for their own opinion. Well, the, like, I mean, they're well, inadvertently the same thing. But, like, people are, like, they're not willing to listen to other people's opinions. They just want people to support their opinion, mm-hmm. you know? Which which I think is what makes it so toxic. It is, and I think um, not all opinions are... Well, obviously, not all opinions are good opinions. Mm-hmm. But I think, like... Um, just in terms of, I, I feel like social media feeds into like poor mental health so easily, mm-hmm. especially because like poor mental health is celebrated almost. Yes, that's been the thing now. Like, 
like well like i appreciate how people have like they they normalize you know like mental health conditions like depression or anxiety but at some point like everyone just had depression and anxiety and it's like no it's a very serious illness yeah it's like i don't know if if i had a cold Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say i have a cold and then look for other people who have colds too Mm -hmm. and understand obviously two very different illnesses yeah one i mean both both physical but one obviously more mental Mm -hmm. um and but I, i feel like so many people just accept well no i think I think the whole thing with, like, depression, anxiety, and these mental health conditions is, like, the, like, that to overcome them, like, you can't accept them. Like, you need to push past them. Mm-hmm. And, but then when you get on social media, then it's like, oh, I'm depressed. I've been depressed for 20 years. Mm-hmm. It's okay, yes, that is true. Like, there are people like that. But also, that's not every case. And so, but then if you think this is every case and you, and like, you could just, that's all you consume. Like, how mm-hmm. can you ever move past that? Cause then that becomes a part of your identity. Mm-hmm. Yes. When they make it a part, like they make it their thing to be depressed. And it's like, like, it's cool that you're accepting it, but also like you need to work to fix it. Yeah. And I think obviously it's a lot, so much easier to say mm-hmm. than do. Um, or even to recognize, mm-hmm. like, that's a lot of the times that's what it is. Like, you, you're unable to recognize that. Um, and a lot of people, like, won't, won't say anything because, I don't know, everyone's depressed. That's true. And it just makes people who are, like, actually depressed, like, they feel like they're, they won't be taken as seriously if someone says they're depressed. And I, th- I think also it's the, the normalization of mental mental illness Mm -hmm. like so many oh i'm a mental health ally Mm -hmm. like what do you you mean doesn't mean anything like it's like i understand like okay like are are you a counselor like are you studying to to be a counselor what does that mean like Mm -hmm. like reach like i don't know like reach out to me and we can talk Mm -hmm. Okay, like, uh, that's nice to know. Like, it's nice to know that we're friends. But then it just becomes another thing of, um, it's just like performative. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially now, it's like, it's everyone has a take on mental illness, and it's okay. Like, I I thought everyone was in support of like mm-hmm. better mental health, like. Shouldn't, why, why do you have to tell me this? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think that's like a thing for like a lot of different like movements. Like, like they support, I support this, I support like animal rights, or I support like uh, black rights, I support like uh, mental health advocate or whatever. And it's like you're just saying things, you know, like just to make yourself feel better. It's like, like oh yeah, I am in support of you, but I'm not going to do anything I'm just gonna write in my little bio, you know? And it's like, what are you really doing? You know, you're just making yourself look good for social media. Yeah, I, that's when, like, I, like, got off social media, really, was during all, like, the, like, the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. whole thing, because then it was, it was like, post, post the black square. Yeah. Like, you um, felt obligated Yeah, to and it was it. like, oh, and if, and people would say, like, if you don't post it, like, I, I know, 
like they're a racist following me and I can mm-hmm. tell who you are and I don't follow you and it's like well, I'm not racist like but I don't I don't want to post this and then it was like no don't post it mm-hmm. because it's spreading it it's like suffocating actual information that needs to go out mm-hmm. oh okay let me not post and oh why aren't you posting like enough like why aren't you posting something else uh, well I don't know like, I don't know what to post oh mm-hmm. well like, educate yourself on it it's like like, I'm doing, what do you mean educate? Like, yeah. I'm doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Obviously, these are, like, battles that need to be fought, mm-hmm. but is me posting to my, like, 800 followers, like, yeah. who are all reposting it and sending mm-hmm. the same things and seeing the same thing over, like, I, I don't know. And then, and, like, I remember in Laredo, they had the, like, Black Lives Matter protesting and I went and, and like there's a good number of people but it was like okay this isn't yeah these aren't all the people who are like allies like mm-hmm. not saying that to like boost myself up but it mm-hmm. was like hey like what's what's going on mm-hmm. like I don't see all the, the vocal people online here I think also like COVID might have had something to do with it because I heard about all those like the protests and everything, and I, like, considered going, but COVID? Yeah. I, just, I knew there was going to be, like a, like, a large group of people. I didn't want to risk anything. Like, I saw all those, like, protests, right? It was, like, really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, all over the country, but also, like, ugh, like, we're, d- during COVID, like, you have to gather so closely right now, like, it, yeah. it's a, like, it felt, it felt necessary, but also, like, you're just, the, the, you're just taking away from, like, the COVID issue altogether. Yeah, and I don't know. I think I want to say it's, like, an unfortunate <laughs> unfortunate series of events. <laughs> um, but uh, it's really, it's all kind of like the same event mm-hmm. of, I mean, COVID and then people getting frustrated and then people not having, like, time to focus on the things that, like, they... I don't know, maybe, like, work, or and then getting overwhelmed with, like, kids and stress, and then you see this, like, horrible, outrageous thing, and you just become outraged. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, it's, I, I think I read about how, like, the fear that, like, pandemics bring is a very unique fear, because it's invisible. It's an invisible, like, um, Thing. you can't see it anyone can have it mm-hmm. and that fear is almost like a like a primal fear of like being like out of total control which I mean isn't true I mean Clorox whatever <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's not a fear like I don't know T-Rex mm-hmm. you'd be afraid of a T-Rex but you'll see it coming but then something like invisible and well, what do you do what do you do about that i never really thought about it like that like we're all just so we're worried about something that we can't see and we're all we've changed our lives so much because of it. yeah and, like, <laughs> I, and that's crazy because then, then you hear people oh no i don't believe in COVID. that that's fake mm-hmm. it's a government conspiracy it's like no it isn't but like, is it here's a covid uh-huh. it's like, 
<laughs> I don't see anything. But all, I mean, also, mm. I mean, you obviously can see it. Mm-hmm. I don't think the majority of the public can, yeah. obviously. But um, just funny things. There's so much like nuance mm-hmm. to things, and like you can't. I don't know. Um, whack. COVID is whack. COVID is whack. Yeah. I already know it's going to be like another seven years. Yeah, no, this is not going away. Literally drop COVID too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. A part of me wants to feel like bitter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why me? Yeah. Why during my college years? Um, but also, uh, I'm, I'm not 80. Sure. Like, I'm not at risk of dying of COVID. Mm-hmm. So, that kind of, like, shuts me up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, why am I complaining? I'm just going to live life as much as I can right now, responsibly. And whatever happens, happens. I like your whiteboard. Thank you. Why is it just so much of squares? Um... So, like, at 2 a.m. last night, <laughs> okay. I was like, my life is in disarray. <laughs> I need to... Why am I awake at 2 a.m.? I should be asleep. I need to get eight hours of sleep. And so I was like, all right, for the next hundred days, I'm going to go to sleep at a respectable time, get exercise, take cold showers. Like, I'm going to get disciplined. Mm-hmm. So that's what that is. So every day I'm going to... If I do kind of like all the, I guess, habits that I want to build, I'm going to mm-hmm. knock one off. Like, knock one little check mark off. That's really cool. Can I join you? Sure. I. That's one thing I really want to get done. Like, this semester, like, get into, like, a really, like, a solid schedule of, less like, life. Because I think I work so much better on a schedule, I realize now. Um, I think, like, sleeping is going to be a part of that. And then exercising, eating regularly. Eating is hard. It's I so know. hard to eat at a regular time. Like, once you have to, like, make food yourself, it's genuinely very difficult to do and, like, remembering to eat. Yeah. I forget that a lot. And, like, for me, it's because I'll wake up, like, right before class because I'm stupid, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'll be hungry during class. It's like, ah, I can just walk into the kitchen and, like, make some breakfast. But yeah. also, if I miss this, I will fail the exam. So, this, I need to, like, start getting my day... I need to get my day started sooner so I can do all the things I need to do and to be prepared for the rest of the day. Because I'm losing so much time in the mornings. Yeah, and I think also, um, sometimes I'm just, like, not hungry, like, mm-hmm. the whole day. Yeah. And then I'll eat, and I'll be like, oh, this is my only meal today. Mm-hmm. Really? Didn't I used to eat three meals a day? Like, when did this happen? I think, I don't know why, like, in college, it's normalized to just, like, eat less. Or, like, just forget to eat. Yeah, it's like you're just... You're busy and you have no schedule and... But isn't that weird? Like, you forget to eat. It's such a basic thing. Also, maybe it's just, like, us. Maybe. I mean... Uh, um, I think we are, like, very privileged mm. to, like, have food on hand. Sure. And obviously, like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I just forget to eat sometimes, and there's, like, people who are starving, okay, and, like, not knowing when they're yeah, eating. I feel like we just got canceled. Super <laughs> 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 um, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, that does happen. It does happen. 
I'm not gonna pretend like it doesn't. I was imagining if what if we hadn't like gone to H E B right before the whole like power outages started. Yeah, we wouldn't have had anything. We wouldn't have had food. Yeah. Like not even Target was open. You know, it's interesting because uh, I was thinking like, man, this is this is crazy. Like, I go to the grocery store and they don't have the food I want. Mm-hmm. Why? What's up with it? And then something that I had heard like months ago was how COVID was making people in the U.S. realize what it's like to grow up or like to live in a developing country mm. where. Like, you'll go to the grocery store, and, like, sometimes there, like, won't be what you need. And that's, like, such a foreign concept. I think people were, like, a lot of it was that people were just panicking over, like, the smallest things. Like, when COVID started, suddenly everyone is buying, like, Mm -hmm. tons of, like, toilet paper and, like, meat and just, like, random things. And then things just ran out. But, like, it didn't need to run out. People just got, they just panicked. Yeah, but, I mean, but then how do you control that? Yeah. Like, don't panic. Like, you can say it, but then you know people will still do it. And then mm-hmm. because other people are doing it, they're like, oh, now I need to do it. It's like a mom mentality thing. Yeah. I wonder why why toilet paper? I don't know. It was probably something on Facebook. It probably. <laughs> Some person on Facebook said, oh, they're going to stop making toilet paper. And like, oh, we got to get the toilet paper. I feel like, because I feel like I used to know why, like, oh, yeah, we need to get toilet paper. That makes sense. Yeah. But I'm thinking about it. And just, why <laughs> does that happen? Uh, and it actually had, like, like stores ran out of toilet paper. Yeah. Why? I don't this know. Is... It's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's so different. Um... Things are just so different now. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I don't know. I feel like you just can't not talk about COVID. Right? It just always comes up. Like, in any, like, you bring up anything, like, yeah. COVID's related to it's it. Just... And it's like, I don't want to, like, be a bummer and just, like, talk about COVID all the time. But it is just, it just always comes up. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's. Because it's just like a different pace, different, totally different change of life. Um, and it's different for everyone. Um, I don't I don't know what to think about it. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting. Like, one day we're going to look back on this podcast. And like, when COVID is hopefully not a thing. And then, <laughs> I don't know, it'll be like 10 years from now. But Hopefully in a couple of months, I mean, I don't know. Ah, you, you're very optimistic, man. Yeah, vaccine, vaccine. Then COVID too. What are you going to do about that? Vaccine? <laughs> it's just going to be the endless cycle of exactly. COVID and vaccine, and then it's going to turn like, out. People are related to like the flu, right? But the thing is, like, COVID is so much more dead. Well, is it more deadly than the flu? Well, I think, I think it's that... It's it's a new virus, mm-hmm. so our body has no immunity to it at, like whatsoever. Do you think eventually just everyone's just gonna have to get COVID, and then? Well, I mean, technically, like if you get the vaccine, you're getting COVID. Ah, sure. But it's just the weakened state of it. So I guess that's like the only option. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also the thing of like herd immunity. I mean, you obviously yeah. you probably know more about that than I do, but. Mm-hmm. 
just where the vec the virus just dies off on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, so what I thought was really interesting. Um, apparently, okay, like the people saw this pandemic coming for like years, and no one talked about it. Before. Yeah, mm-hmm. like people were calling like, yeah, there's usually a hundred year like uh, pandemic that comes mm-hmm. around. We're, we're like a couple years overdue. Uh huh. And then, like, and then when it happened, everyone was like so surprised. It was like, no, this is coming for a long time. I think another big thing is like diseases are becoming worse now, or like we're getting new diseases because of like animals, right? Mm-hmm. It's super interesting about animals. Like, like we're, we're we're restricting their environments, right? And we're keeping a bunch of animals like in close quarters, like in food markets or whatever. And so diseases will pass between animals. And then they, like, mutate. And so, like, in the case of COVID, right, we got that from a bat. Like, it's confirmed. And then you have to think about, like, well, why did we get it from a bat? And what conditions were we to be able to contract this weird disease from a bat? It was like, we're, we're putting animals, like, in close proximity. And they're just passing diseases between each other. And then we catch a disease from just one of those animals. And then suddenly there's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the, the way diseases can start is so interesting <laughs> and people were just like not talking about like certain things because it's such like a hard thing to do it's like keep animals separate mm-hmm. and then there's the whole like exotic trading thing and exotic animals and then us like destroying their environment so then they're all close to each other yeah and us living close to animals well i know like in the the case of covid people thinking that it originated from like the or when they were thinking it came from, like, the pan- pangolin? I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Some animal, but mm-hmm. but that was sold in these, like, Chinese wet markets. Yeah. And the big thing is, like, there's so many people in China that, like, they have to eat something. Yeah. And, like, like they, they make wet markets seem like such, like, a like a weird thing. It's just a food market. It's know? a food market, but it's, like, it's like okay, we're just going to catch every animal we can. Yeah. And then people eat that, mm-hmm. or they use it for like medicinal purposes, or things along those lines. Um, I don't know. Like, what if the same thing happened with like fruits? Like, if you just had like a bunch of fruits together, mm-hmm. like viruses from would jump from fruit to fruit. Yeah. Which maybe they do. I don't know. But can you imagine <laughs> that? Yeah, like COVID. For, well, mm-hmm. no, that doesn't. That makes no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would a respiratory virus come from fruits? Well, you actually can get disease from fruits. Like, you can. Yeah, well, like parasites. Parasites or something. I don't know. But, like, yeah, I get the point. Like, this is what you, how are you going to keep all these animals separate? Mm. But it's just like experts were like, if we continue these conditions, we're going to get new viruses. Because, like, we get so many viruses from animals, like the swine flu, mm-hmm. uh, Aryan influenza. Like, we know it can happen, and we're not, like, creating safe environments for, like, the, the, to prevent these sorts of things. So, yeah, that's all I was going to say. And then also, um, I mean, who's, who's making those decisions? And it's like, okay, you can say, um, I don't know, I think it's very complicated, it's okay there's there's a pandemic coming what do we do mm-hmm. and who wants to be the one to stand up 
and say something when there's nothing going on. I don't know, I, I kind of think it's like, oh, there's there's like a meteor coming, it's on trajectory to hit yeah. Earth. We need to build like meteor defense things. Mm-hmm. Oh, when's it coming? 60 years. Ah, oh, we need to worry about it. Actually, something very interesting. You can calculate like, you, we could tell if a meteor's gonna hit us like thousands of years in advance. Like, well, who's the... Okay, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's an actual, like, it's yes. very plausible for these sorts of things to happen. For a like, second, I thought, like, I thought back, like, humans, thousands of years, <laughs> yeah, that thing's gonna hit us. It's like, no, 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 it's the future, that's what you think about. <laughs> but, yeah, that sort of stuff. But I think just, like, I think people took advantage of, like, the, the, the modern day era that we live in. Like, people were just like, oh... We can just cure any disease, you know? Like, uh, if you get sick, just take medicine, you know? But, like, people don't realize, like, diseases can mutate or, like, new diseases can come up. Like, no one expected something like this to happen, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's so, it sounds so ridiculous. Like, just telling yourself, oh, yeah, there's going to be a new disease. And why don't you just be like, oh, just find a cure for it? It's so hard. And the vaccine thing is... Well, it's like, like, no one... Like intends to start a forest fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe some people do, but I mean, even then, people were like, "Oh, a forest fire happens, just get a fire truck," you know. But it's like, no, these things can escalate so much. Yeah, well, well, cause it's like you just start a small fire and then it escalates and obviously turns into a massive, huge thing. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, a fire starts. Uh, I, have, I have an extinguisher. Mm-hmm. It's a little but, bigger. Yeah. Uh, I have a fire truck. <laughs> it's bigger than that. Oh, uh, and then half of California burned down. Yeah. Did Australia ever stop being I don't fire? know, dude. Like, people made such a big deal about it. And, and who talks about it? it? Who? Oh, I remember people were going, mm-hmm. over, like, three million animals died mm-hmm. and horrible videos of, like, koalas, yes, the koalas. burnt to crisp on the side of the mm-hmm. road. And then... No one talked about it. <laughs> I know. I genuinely, I want to, I want to know. I'll figure it out later. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, people, like, they bring up issues, right, for, like, a hot second, and then it just goes away. Like, on to the next thing, you know? I mean, it's, it's so refreshing to not be on social media, mm. because you just don't see all these things that, like, should make you angry. Like, Usually, I always end up taking, like, like a week hiatus from, like, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I, I only have Instagram. Um, and I always just feel so much better because then people tell me, oh, did you hear this person got canceled? Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, well, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Oh, they're a pedophile. It's like, oh, I wish I never learned that. Like, mm-hmm. not, not like, so I can continue supporting that person, wow. but, like. I'd like to believe that there's not as many pedophiles as there actually is. What do you think about um, separating the art from the artist? Because, mm. like, I will always think, like, ugh, there was that, the, the, during, like, the Me Too movement, right? When all these actors were, like, getting canceled because, like, people were, like, the sexual allegations and everything. It was, like, you hear about a new actor and it's like, oh, I like that guy, you know? Yeah. And now I can't, like, look at his stuff anymore. Without being like judged, uh, I think there are a lot of horrible people 
who do rightfully deserve for their things to like never be enjoyed again. Mm -hmm. But I also think that, and I always end up saying this, but like that it's a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. Because then, I mean, the big argument is like, well, what if, like, what if it's not true and like you're ruining someone's life? Mm -hmm. um, because there are bad people. There are lots of bad people um, who try to ruin people's lives yeah. and who ruin people's lives. Like, that's not a. Uh, I I don't know. I think. It's, um, it's kind of, there's a lot of nuance to it. I think it's also depending on maybe what the person did, like what you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there are, because I, I mean, like what's, it's like, okay, oh, this, this person like sexually assaulted someone. Okay. Like that's bad. We shouldn't listen to them. But then you have all these songs and like rappers talking about yeah. killing people mm -hmm. and like some of them actually do kill people and like it's a known thing mm -hmm. but they're celebrated right and it's i mean obviously like sexual assault and murdering someone like they're vile and horrible but i, I think on my spectrum of morality i think murdering someone is like a little worse mm -hmm. <laughs> So I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, I feel like it's, um, people don't live up to their own standards. Yeah. Cause then, I don't know. And then I think there's just so, so much to it. And like, what makes you the judge? Um, but I think it, like a general, obvious like rule of thumb is like, if you know this person's bad and like, doesn't align with you, like, yeah, and just don't listen to them. Like, that, if that's really what you want, like, don't listen to them. Um, well, no, then I, I guess I am on the side of, like, uh, you should separate the art from the artist, mm -hmm. because, I mean, if you didn't, I feel like so many beautiful things would be yeah. outlawed, and it's just a sad truth. Like, yeah. people are broken and twisted and um i don't know if you go looking for black and white things you're never gonna find it yeah. um i don't know maybe i'll get canceled for that but yeah what are you gonna do yeah and who's i don't know i want to say who's gonna cancel me out <laughs> but i was like well i don't want anyone to try <laughs> but what do you think about it i mean okay like one for me right kevin spacey a lot, of, a lot of allegations against him. He probably did most of them. Um, but I love, like, all the things he's been in. Like, I think he's such a great actor, one of my favorite actors. And so when I heard it, I was like, no, not you, Kevin. Oh, my God, why? And so I still, like, watch all those movies. And I'm like, wow, what a good performance. And then after, I'm like, that bad, bad person, though. And I was like, just leave it at that, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is... I'm not going to stop listening to someone or stop watching whatever they're doing because of something they did. Like, cause it, maybe because it doesn't affect me, you know? Well, I feel like maybe it doesn't... Because I think, obviously, 
might not like it might not affect you, but it mm-hmm. does affect someone. And, yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know. Someone got groped by like an older man when mm-hmm. they were a child, and they see a movie with Kevin Spacey, and it's like, like oh, I, I don't want to think about this. Yeah. Like this is that just like kind of uplifts like all that trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, which. I don't know, like, one part of me is saying, like, who cares, mm-hmm. doesn't affect me, but it's also, like, I don't know, like, oh, well, you should have known that he was that person, don't watch it, but then it's also, like, okay, well, people don't know, then, mm-hmm. like, something, like, uh, when, like, Amir got kicked out of Rockhampton yeah. for all the sexual assault things, mm-hmm. like, like, I, like I, I loved Amir, like, I loved the, the, like, energy that he brought to Brockhampton yeah. like the grittiness and he got kicked out and it was like I almost wanted to say like no bring him back like why do they do that yeah. but it's like no like people have to pay for what they've done yeah. what they did that's that's his his penance like mm-hmm. I think people are like attacking others like over like sort of small things or like right now what I'm agitated by people or like, I don't know about people but like companies have like cancelled Johnny Depp right because of like the whole court case with uh, his ex-wife I think mm-hmm. um, like allegations between the both of them and he lost the court case and so now like everything that he was been in like is just like like no company wants to associate with him anymore right and it's like but he's still, like such an amazing actor and like he's still I think he has so much more to give but like now he can't because of like something someone said about him or like uh like uh, I, I I wish they didn't bring or like this that it didn't happen but it did happen because like, I don't know how to feel like, about it because I support Johnny Depp but he could also be like a horrible person mm. and I don't know how to feel about that yeah I think it's I feel like the best word um, I mean maybe if it's not true then it's like, like very unfortunate mm-hmm. that that's happening to him but that happens all the time I mean like unfortunate things happen yeah. to so many different people um, uh, sucks that's <laughs> <I laughs> all I gotta say like yeah sucks for you sucks for you um, gosh I don't know I mean I, I don't know I feel like just so many people can share their opinions mm-hmm. um, and we're just sharing ours yeah. if you like it you like it and if you don't stop listening don't cancel me please but uh, also like when am I ever gonna meet Johnny Depp like I don't know it's yeah. like <laughs> I mean, does, it, does it really matter like but I wanna see more Johnny Depp movies okay but then uh, I don't know I, I just feel like where does it stop Oh, well, uh, like, can you support the U.S. president? Like, the U.S. president has, like, inadvertently killed people. Yeah. And maybe not That's killed the right people. That's a thing. It's like, oh, well, can you support him? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, what do you... Like, okay, what, what does it end? What does it end? Uh-huh. Is it, like, the, the like, ab- like, absolutely vile, horrendous things? Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree with that. I was like, okay, well, then what is horrendous and vile? And then you get into the whole, well, I think it's this. And I think this person should be canceled. And then, 
like the whole thing like the the Sia movie yes where I mean obviously it's like a little distasteful and it's like I don't really want to watch this Mm -hmm. um but like I don't know, does it deserve more than just getting bad reviews? Yeah, because, I mean, she genuinely, like, she wasn't trying to hurt anyone, you know? And she was trying to bring light to, like, a situation. I don't know where her motives were. I'm not seeing her. But, (laughs) I mean, she wasn't trying to hurt anyone. She just wanted to make a movie about a certain thing, and then people got upset because she didn't do that certain thing right, you know? Or she didn't like how she went about it. Like, obviously, there's some things about that movie that were not yes. appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, overall, I thought it was a good movie. I liked the movie. But people, like, they just dismissed the entire movie based off, like, certain things about it. When, like, they don't look at it in total, you know? Yeah. It's a shame. And I think in any, like, obviously, with anything, someone's going to be mad. Mm-hmm. Be like the best news in the world to you, and that can be like, like horrible for someone else. Yeah, that's just the way that things go. I mean, that's life. Sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all you can say. All you can say is sucks. Uh, what do you think? Basia. Uh, <laughs> should we wrap it up here? We're at like an hour. I don't know how long do you usually do these things. Um, my the one with Ramiro was like almost three hours. What? But I don't think anyone listened to it the whole way, so I was told that I should make it a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. An hour. I don't know. It was just like really heavy the whole time. Yeah, it was. We kind of just jumped right into like <laughs> getting canceled. <laughs> uh, this time, about, like, this is chill for, like, 30 minutes. Okay. And we, we, we end on a good note. Okay. We're talking about something cool. Um. We can talk about anime. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about, um, so, Chris is a real anime connoisseur. Aficionado. Um, is that how you say the word? I don't know. He's a savant. If there's one thing I could talk about for hours, with, like, with, like, a good amount of knowledge, it's anime. If any questions for or like the, the yeah the questions. Well, I think everyone's burning question is, what's your top anime? Oh, that's a big question. Okay, easy easy answer. Haikyuu. Do you, does everyone know what Haikyuu is? No, they do not. <laughs> it is very put very simply. It is a anime about volleyball. It it, it sounds kind of sad and boring to talk about it, but it's so intense. Like. I, okay, anime. Let's just talk about, like, there's, like, a stigma behind, like, watching anime. Like, you hear someone watches anime, like, oh, okay, he's one of those, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about now, because I think now it's, like, normalized or whatever to be cool to watch anime. But, like, before, back in my day, when I was in the seventh grade, you told someone you watched anime, you were weird. <laughs> you, were not, you were an enemy. Enemy of the people. And I was like, ah, oh, it's such a shame, because I love watching anime. Let me talk about my history a little bit. I started in the seventh grade. Um, my first anime was, what was my first anime? Was it Full Metal Alchemist? Super, it was like 60 episodes. I used to watch everything in dub. It was gross, like, they speak in English, bleh. But then I eventually transitioned to sub. 
I don't know why I love anime so much. It's just like I like to see relationships happen. Like not like even like romantic relationships, just like relationships between people. I like to see how they develop. And I like to see how like characters develop, you know? I think anime is like such a good format to do it. Because like when when you have like real actors, right? It's like you have to count on them to do good acting for it to like feel real. Mm-hmm. You know? And like with anime, like you can just take it slow and like you can really see the details and you can like put it in any form that you want, you know? Like you want it to be in the 1700s, go for it. You want it to be in a different world, go for it, do whatever you want. It's not limited, you know, by like how much budget you have for the CGI. So I think it's really cool. You can just do so much with it. And also, like just for like romance, I love romance stuff. Romance in like anime or like in, in like the Asian culture in general, like East Asian. It's very wholesome in that, like, in, like, a Western culture, it's very, like, the first episode, the two main characters that have yeah, sex it's all sex. You know? Or, like, they just start, they kiss, they meet, then they, I don't know, they become girlfriend and boyfriend, like, at the end or whatever. I don't know, it's, like, it's a whole thing. It moves so fast, you know? But, like, in anime, they build it up so much. Like, it's so wholesome. Like, the, the just for them, for the characters, like, kiss is like whoa big like that's like the, that's like the end of the series you yeah know, like when they kiss um like just them building up like them creating a relationship you know like in like american movies like the relationship happens in like 10 20 minutes you know because people are just so quick to start relationships but like in in the anime japanese culture it's like it's a slow burn you know it's like building up these relationships and that's what i really like about like not just anime, but like uh, media in general. That's uh, that's like the type of stuff I like watching. Well, I think you can't help but like, but like not but liking it, because it's 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 just like feel good and like in, the, yeah. in its entirety, it's. Um, I mean, like we were, we were talking about this mm-hmm. before, but it's it's like the the story that you wish for yourself. Yeah. Like, you Where, see, like, these characters just, like, develop and, like, just, like, go through, like, training arcs or whatever, and you're, like, you feel good because, like, they improve and you sort of feel like, oh, I improved a little bit, too. Yeah, because it's, 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 like, there's so much meaning to everything. It's, mm-hmm. okay, like, I, I'm not the, at the point where I want to be now, but I can go to this school or with this person, mm-hmm. and they'll train me, and, like, I'll become better mm-hmm. on the, the training arc, yeah. the five-episode training arc. And it's always like these underdog characters where it's like they don't have anything like going for them. And then like all of a sudden like things just start happening like they, just, they take a chance or whatever and now they can be like the best. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very common trope. I think it's really interesting. Or like characters where they're already like the strongest and so it's just like everything's so nonchalant. Like everything's just so easy for them. I think those are really funny. They are because I don't think anyone really like relates to those characters. Mm-hmm. Because it's like they have everything, like everything's going well for them. Yeah. And there's no no obstacle in yeah. their way, and it's it's funny. It's like yeah, if, if I was at that point, like I'd probably feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Where everything's not so Um I don't know. I think it's so interesting how uh, like Western cartoons. Uh, a lot of times like kids western kids cartoons always try and portray some sort of like moral message mm-hmm. um whereas in like anime it's just people like 
living their lives mm-hmm. and maybe like there's some sort of like moral message yeah like in there but it's like a very different approach mm-hmm. um and also i think like i obviously I, I haven't seen as much anime as, as you have yeah. all right let me just say right now if you're wondering whether i'm an anime expert i think i think on my ranking list i just finished i'm at 130 130 <laughs> animes watched it, it sounds like a lot, but in reality, it's not. I don't think so, because I don't really talk to a lot of people who like are super into anime. Mm. I see it like, online. I think, like, base, everyone's watched it, like, at least 100. So, I think I'm like, I have a good amount of knowledge. So, um... I was trying to rank all the animes, right? And I was asking myself, how do I rank an anime? I figured out some factors, right? So, like... I like to rank thing when I rank an anime. One is like, can I rewatch it? Like, how mm-hmm. rewatchable is this? Because like a lot of animes, I've just rewatched like so many times, and it's like it just it never gets old, you know. So it's like it's comforting. And then animes like the anim- like just the animation. Some animation is just like pure gold. Mm-hmm. Like, um, did you ever watch One Punch Man? I've seen maybe like two episodes. Um. So One Punch Man is like animation, like for first season, second season was trash. First season, like the fight scenes, like they, they put so much into it and you can tell like there's so much detail. And it's so easy for like people to, for animators to like gloss over fight scenes. So like what a lot of them do is just like they'll add like very little detail. Or they'll just do CGI, which is a new thing now. It's really gross. Mm-hmm. But like, no, they put a lot of effort into their animation, which is really cool. Um, also, like, I like to see whether there was character development and uh, how the relationships between characters are like, how invested am I going to be in this character? Because, like, some animes, you're just not invested at all. But there are some where, like, you feel for this person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't really get that through, like, other shows. It's, like, always, like, just through anime, where it's, like, this character, like, I feel what they're going through. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe that has to do with, like, did you ever feel like you had to hide the fact that you watch anime? Maybe like seventh grade. I definitely. Uh, I'm so embarrassed. I had I had a fucking uh, lanyard. The lanyard. I remember. <laughs> uh, why did I wear that? Uh, we are. We're not talking about seventh but grade. I didn't like openly talk about it, but it's like I. I just didn't have anyone to talk about with you know, mm-hmm. like because like no no one said that they talked about they watched anime, but like eventually you start asking people. Everyone's watched anime. It's just no one talks about it. Yeah. Well. Because I, I feel like it's almost one of those, um, I'm trying to think of a similarity mm-hmm. um, where it's like maybe you don't know someone too well, but then, oh, like, yeah, I watch anime. Yeah. And then it's like, that just like opens up the door of like possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, because like I mean, like, I, I, for me, I have like a hard time talking to people usually. I remember there was one time I had to like work with like this uh, study group for uh, my class and we were all just like being silent and then someone all of a sudden like brought up an anime and they're like oh I like that anime too and like have you seen this other anime and we all had like this group conversation about, like just anime like all the animes that we watched and it was like wow like there was just, like so much potential for like a conversation to happen but it couldn't have happened if they hadn't brought up anime yeah I think, like, this is very little people talk about it. Like, I wouldn't have suspected any of them to watch anime because they're all, like, very different people. 
but we all watched like the same anime. So it was like, oh, cool, we can all relate to this. Well, I, I don't know. I feel like it's still maybe one of those things where it's maybe a little looked down upon, like with certain I people. Why? Like, I don't I, know. I, 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 don't, I don't know why. I guess because, like, you're like, oh, why do you want to watch a show where you have to look at subtitles to see what they're saying? Or, like, a lot well, of I think that like, argument's dumb. It's like, right? who cares? Like, can you not read? Huh? Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's maybe, maybe it might be because anime is, like, cartoon. Mm-hmm. And then in the West, you automatically put, like, cartoon to being a child. Yeah. It's like, you're watching, you're watching something through, like, a child's, okay. like, media. I mean, ugh, I could name, like, so much anime where it's, like, kids should definitely not I mean, be watching yes, this. obviously, but... Or, like, ugh, another thing is, like, the, the stereotypes were, like, it's kind of, like, oh, like, the whole thing with, like, all the anime girls having big boobs. Yeah. That is very true. The, I don't know why it's... I can't, I can't make an argument for that one. They're unnecessarily <laughs> large boobs in every anime, and uh, I'll, I'll take the hit for that one. Yeah, you're just... <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, like, there's just so many cool things about it. Because, like, there's so many, like, there's an anime for everyone. You know, yeah. there, there's literally an anime about everything. If you like sports, there's so many sports animes. If you like fantasy stuff, there's so much fantasy. Um, it's like people living their regular lives, they have anime for that. A lot of romance animes. And it's like, this, 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 everyone can enjoy it. And I feel like people aren't, like, they're, they're missing out, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a romance anime. I could recommend you like ten amazing. Okay, let's let's say you wanted to do romance anime. One that I would recommend. Golden Girl, my favorite romance anime. Golden Girl. Golden Girl. This we're like it's actually, it's actually finished. Okay, it's like what I hate about animes, most of them aren't finished. Mm-hmm. So like I've watched like most of the animes I've watched aren't finished. It's so, like either they just will never get developed again. Or the seasons aren't going to come out for like another three years. Yeah. But this one's like finished, 24 episodes. And it's just like really pure, like a really pure relationship. And like you see it build so much. And like this is the whole thing where like the guy has amnesia or whatever. And like that's a side plot. No one cares about that. You just want to see the relationship happen. And then you see relationships happen between other characters. And like, I don't know. It's just there's something, it's very difficult to bring out emotions through just like voice and animation you know mm-hmm. and when you can do that like i think it's, it's, it's really cool i think it's more satisfying than seeing it happen through like like an actual like like real life like film yeah well i feel like it's a lot i feel like it'd be harder in anime because mm-hmm. I mean, it's just all voice Exactly. Like, that's where the majority so much of the emotion... to be able to yeah. bring that out. Yeah, I have a lot of, a lot of respect for, for artists. Because it's so difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, artists in terms of people who draw and artists in terms of people who do the voice. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an art, too. I think, uh, I think it's like a degree of acting, almost. Oh, yeah, it's a very difficult job, voice actors. And I mean, like, a lot of animes have the same voice actors because they're all very good, and everyone's trying to get these, like, same voice actors. Um, so it's always weird, like, seeing, watching one anime and then watching another, like, oh, I recognize you. Yeah. You know, like, a completely different character. I kind of wish it wasn't so. Because yeah. then it kind of like, disorients you. I remember um, I watched JoJo um, 
subbed, mm-hmm. and then I heard it dubbed, and it was just oh, so weird. So, I don't know why they all have, like, the same voices. They're like, Tanaka, pass the ball. You know, like, they don't have, they have, like, the same, like, weird tone of voice. And it's like, they don't bring it out correctly, you know? Or, like, it just doesn't translate well because it's in Japanese. And then, I don't know, I always like to make fun of, like, the anime voice. Like, can I do an anime voice? Like, yeah, today was, like, amazing, right? Like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Tee hee ha. I don't know, like, that type of thing. And it's like, I don't know. Like, they just get the same voice actors every time. It's just weird. I don't know. Um, I know, like, for for me, I like, I always like, like, the hero's journey yeah. one. And then, um, I don't know why. And also, like, the whole, like, if, if in, in any anime, if it's, like, the person returns home, that just, like, instantly, like, like, that, that just, like, makes me cry. Mm. I don't know why. Mm. I remember, I was watching, uh, not an anime, but, like, yeah. Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> okay. Like, there's one where, like, he finally becomes, I think it was the most recent one, like, the third, third one. one. And he goes back to, like, the panda place, right? Yes. And, like, <laughs> it just, like, like, broke me, because it was, like, wow, this character is, like, he, he's, like, started from being, like, a dummy, and then mm. now he's, like, he came into his own, and he's his own person, and I don't know, it's, like, like, do my parents not accept me? Like, <laughs> why do I feel like this? Nah. But I don't know why, but, like, that always mm. just, it just hits. Um, I mean, imagine if Jack Black was in the actor for, for I, I don't know right? who would have. It couldn't be, like, Jack Black, he brought so much to that performance. Yeah, because, like, who is so, like, goofy and, like, relatable? Because mm-hmm. we all have that, like, wacky uncle or, mm-hmm. like, wacky friend who just, like, never take anything seriously. Mm-hmm. It's, like, fun to be with them. Uh, it's Kung Fu Panda anime? I don't think it is. Wow. But... It's not on my list. Not on my list. No, if it was, it'd be, it'd be ranked very high. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's having a bad time out there, just pull up an anime. Um. Ah. Well, it's not really nice. It's like animes are just like all of animes. They have the same plot, mm-hmm. and it's like I like watching those because like I know what's gonna happen. Like they all do like the same sorts of like scenes like oh there's like the beach episode yeah like like the going to buy groceries episode or someone gets sick episode right and you know what's gonna happen but every artist like brings their own take to it so it's like it's just nice like it's just comforting yeah and i think it's also interesting because like what other what other art form is so standardized but like because it's so standardized you can do so many different things because you can like, like betray the, the watchers like expectations. Like this yeah. is a beach episode. Okay, you know what to expect. But I'm like, something goes wrong. Yeah. Or like it, it totally screws with your expectations, mm-hmm. and it's something you already feel comfortable with. And I feel like a lot of times, um, I don't know, I like like the scary like animes, mm-hmm. but like they they seem normal. Yeah. And then, like, oh, something's not right. So it's, like, something that is usually comforting and you do know, 
and they play into that because they yeah. know that you know. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like a totally different thing. Yeah, there's so much you can do. That the possibilities are endless. I'm watching an anime right now where this girl is reincarnated as a spider, <laughs> and she's just living her life as a spider, and she's becoming like super OP because like, she's getting spider abilities. It's just random stuff like that. Like, how can you not want to watch that? It's so interesting to me. Well, you can't do that, like, in real life. It would be weird if you did it in real life. <laughs> if you did it, what? Like, you, you made a movie about Yeah, like, a girl turns into a spider, and she just takes over the world. Like, I thought you meant, like, if someone actually turned into a spider. Oh. <laughs> well, that would be kind of weird, huh? Well, that, like, if you were reborn as a spider, like, you'd be smart about it. I'd like to think I would. Cause like you know like spiders don't know how like people behave they can't think how they behave but you would know like oh they're all asleep so I'm about to slip into the kitchen. Well maybe they do know. Oh my god, I'm not ready for this conversation. I mean, how would you ever know? <laughs> oh, how do we know anything? <laughs> what if there's a spider eating our food right now? Because he knows that we're in podcast. I want to meet this spider man. Yeah, this smart guy. I want to bring him onto the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's been in my head all day. Isn't that copyrighted? I don't know. <laughs> Shut the stream up. That was, um, what is it? It's like KK Bubblegum. What's the name of it? Is it I don't know. I just heard it on TikTok. So this... I don't know. You gotta finish it. No, I can't. I'm too out of there. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Good, good song. Yeah, um, I don't know. I would like to watch more anime. Okay, like, give me, give me a genre you like. Or, like, just a random idea, and I'll find an anime about it. Oh, gosh, on the spot. It's a, it's a game. Let's test my anime knowledge. Um... An anime about track runners. There is an anime about track runners. Ah, oh, I never watched it, but it's one of oh, I'm echoing. It's one of Chell's favorites. It's like a 2006 anime. Um, like they just run track. This one, okay, another one everyone likes to watch. It's a swimming anime. Free bunch of pretty boys, and so that's that's the whole thing. They're pretty boys and they're swimming, but sometimes they do track. Oh, so cross training. I, I generally love sports anime. It's one of my favorite genres. Because, like, it's like getting... Because it's always, like, trying to win a tournament or something, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, usually they do. But, like, there's, like, a huge journey and sometimes they lose. Whoa, crazy. Um, I watched one that was literally about sports climbing. I didn't know sports climbing. Like, Wait, is that climbing. the one where, like, the, the girls are, like, super buff? Yes! Like, they're, they're drawn like, super yes, buff? like... They were like huge, their biceps like as big as my head. Yeah, I, I was mm-hmm. I was scrolling through Crunchyroll because I, uh-huh. I was like, maybe I should watch them. And then I saw that one, it's like, dang, those girls are It was actually super really bug. good. The animation was really good. Um, it was an alright anime because it was only 12 episodes. They like finished the whole thing. Like they won the whole tournament. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Track and field. Oh, actually, no, I did watch one of the. No, it was a, it was a marathon. It was cross country. Okay. Basically. They were in college. I didn't finish it because I didn't like it. <laughs> um, I think it was called Run. It might have just called it Run. 
front of the window. Oh, something like that. Eight exclamation points. Yes, no, there were exclamation points and then... Oh, I should finish it. <laughs> it was actually a really good anime. I've been leaning more towards, like, college animes now. Really? No, true college? Like, yeah, because... Like, they were, used to all be, like, high school ones. And now, like, if I'm watching a high school one, it's like, I can't relate. Because they're, like, 16, 17 years old. And I was like, I don't know how I feel. Like, I can't really relate to it as much. Or, like, it's kind of weird because, like, they're underage. And I was like, oh. Not that right. I'm, like, sexualizing. What are they, what are they doing, Chris? But, oh, I know, like, they sexualize these characters so much. And, like, you have to think for a second. This girl is 16. Like, she's a drawing. She's a drawing. But of a 16-year-old. But then they have, like... Drawings of eight-year-olds. Oh, she's three thousand. Oh yeah, that that's different. That's different. Bro, you're worried about getting canceled. No, I'm not into like that sort of thing. But like, this will fuck me up. Dude, I know. Okay, like, okay. So there's like hentai's about like I think it's called like it's like a genre where like it's little boys like fucking like mature women. It's weird. Like that's a thing and you can't it's not like child pornography it's just weird well i've i've heard that like the i i'm like really just speaking off of something i've heard offhand mm-hmm. but it was that like japanese artists will draw that because it's like if you ex- express kind of those taboos and fetishes mm-hmm. there, then mm-hmm. like you won't, that's not something that you'll actually do. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Cause like, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't watch that type of stuff. I've seen, I, I I've seen it not, before. Chris. I've seen it before. I've looked into it. I've researched a lot of it is very, it's very intense. As an anime expert, should. Yeah, well, it's, you, you look at things, okay? And point is, like, it's very intense, like, the things that they have on there. They have, like, a lot, it's a lot of rapey stuff. A lot of, like, alien things. That's weird. And it's, like, there's, like, a lot of it. I'm like, why, why maybe, is maybe it? I, maybe I'm just giving them more, like, too much benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're just actually into that. But the, the, there's so little crime in Japan. One of like the what, what least least crime rate, the lowest crime rate in the country, in the world. I don't know. Some, I, don't know. I feel like somewhere like, something. It's just like I'm I'm getting like dissonance. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I don't I don't know. It's bad, but it's like more. They're they actually banned. Really I don't know if they was it anime or hentai. One of those in Australia. Because they were getting rid of child pornography, and they counted hentai as child pornography. Or no, I think it was anime. No, yeah, like anime. Because like there's like animes where like they sexualize like underage people. Well, it's because like in Japan they're not underage. I think age of consent is like. It's not eighteen. I know that. Was it like eight? No, I don't think so. It's very low in. Because they draw characters like that. Uh, I don't know, but it's low. So I think it's like okay over there, but Australia was really cracking down on it. That was a very important issue. Is child porn a big thing in Australia? I don't know, but they were really cracking down on it, and for some reason, anime was a part of that. Well, uh, I guess there's no such. Th- uh, 
I don't think child porn is good in any situation. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the <laughs> fact that they had to include anime in that umbrella, like, mm-hmm. they can't sell, like, people in, in Australia can't see anime. I'm sure they have, like, buy VPNs books. or Probably, something. Yeah, but still, like, the, imagine if, like, uh, what's, what's a, like, imagine if cartoons were banned in America. SpongeBob. No more SpongeBob. childhood and adventure time oh i love adventure time that was a cartoon network kid so it was uh, to a degree i was also i feel like i was always waiting to watch adventure time mm-hmm. so in waiting i would just watch like other stuff uh, mm-hmm. um and my siblings would always not no they would make fun of me <laughs> but they would say how like they weren't allowed to watch Cartoon Network oh, really? but I was I don't know why what? yeah I made my parents realize like I'm just cartoons who cares <laughs> no I think cause like they had some pretty intense stuff on Cartoon Network yeah it was like after was it like 10 o'clock oh, like, 8 adults, o'clock adults I never material. watched adults I was genuinely afraid of adults yeah I know like whenever... it would always be like chicken no it would always be no what was that one guy it was um American? No. No, it was King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Like, I would hear the intro, I'm like, okay, it's, yeah, time, time, it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> I know, I was always, like, terrified. I've never watched an episode of it, but I know, like, <laughs> I, I'm i just too traumatized. I'm, it's actually really funny. It probably is, but, like, I couldn't. <laughs> I think it's funny, because it was like, no, this is the, like, the pinnacle of, yeah. like, immoral television. Actually, like, my parents will know that I'm watching this. Like, yeah, I know. But the show's so dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's funny. With Bobby. It's a good time. Uh, I never really got into, like, reality TV. If I'm gonna, I've never really watched a lot yeah. of TV. Like, it just, it's never turned me on to that. I feel like I like, really got like excited for a show. Mm-hmm. I guess like that wasn't anime, I guess. You didn't like shows that weren't like cartoons? No, like I guess like I've never, like I remember in high school I would like follow like JoJo oh, whenever okay. it'd be released and I'd walk like, oh boy, time to go home from, <laughs> from school on Fridays mm-hmm. and watch the new JoJo episode like, and that was exciting. Uh-huh. Um, but I never got into that like with like shows that I would see on TV. Oh, yeah. Like where, oh, there's a new, I, I, I wouldn't even know what to say. Like there's mm-hmm. a new, this episode coming out today. I, I think it was my family. We we always had like a few shows going on that we like to watch. Yeah. I don't know why. It was a thing. I don't know. Like, that was our family thing to watch TV. It's a big thing in our family to watch TV. I don't know really? why. Um, like, whenever we have free time to watch TV. What do you like, watch? Um, my parents like watching, like, crime shows. Like, they really love crime shows, like, to a scary degree. Um, so, I don't know. They would watch, like, Criminal Minds and that sort of thing. We used to watch Teen Wolf was a big one. Really? I don't know why they were letting me watch Teen Wolf, but that was, like, our show. <laughs> I think it was like every Thursday night, like, oh, we gotta watch Teen Wolf and The Walking Dead. We used to watch The Walking Dead live, too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That was a thing in our family to watch TV. And that's, I think that's why, like, TV or, like, that sort of media is, like, such a big thing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the way I bond with people is, like, I like to watch things with them or, like, talk about things I've watched. Or that's, like, how I spend my free time just, like, watching things. 
it's, I think it's kind of bad because it's like messed up my attention span. <laughs> like if it's longer than 20, 30 minutes, I don't have time to, you know? No, no. Well, I think, I think it's interesting because, um, like in, in my family, I remember one time my dad, or it was like when The Walking Dead was like really big and everyone was talking about it. And so my dad put it on one time and it's like me and my dad and my mom mm-hmm. and like some zombie starts walking out and my mom was just like, ah, <laughs> she just starts freaking <laughs> out. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> she's like, change it, change the channel. Uh-huh. Um, and I always thought, I was, I was just like, hmm, what does this mean? Because <laughs> my mom's like, 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 she, like, loves, like, Hallmark movies oh, and, like, okay. that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. it's just a total, totally different. So I think maybe it makes sense that, like, maybe you didn't follow a show that much. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's interesting. People are so different. Yeah, I never realized, like, how big a thing TV was. Like, I remember they said, they told me, like, when I was a kid, I would just watch Barney all day. And, like, that's how they just took care of it. It's like, just sit in front of the TV and watch Barney. It worked. So, I don't know. I'm not complaining. I probably should. Oh, because I know, like, there's, like, a lot of families where they don't allow TV to be a thing. It's like, what kind of life is that, you know? You're missing out on so much. Mm-hmm. And also, like, you turned out well. Right, did I? Yes. <laughs> you did. You literally, like, <laughs> honors program UT. Like, what does it mean? It I mean, it's like one of the best research. I'm trying to. I'm a. Can you compliment? What is that? See, it's hard. What? To compliment me. What are you, Chris? (laughs) Bro! (laughs) Man, I could go on and on about you, man. Hey, we're talking about anime. It's not a competition, but. No, that was, I was me. I was saying that like that's a big thing. That's awesome. Like that's something to be proud of. I don't. It wasn't. I get. Okay, wait. See, it's Is like it, it's like the overpowered anime protagonist. No, who everything seems like nonchalant. Like oh, it was okay, easy. It, but no, that, that's a big thing. I just okay. Like I wasn't even gonna apply for it, right? Because mm-hmm. like I remember during college application. Oh, that was horrible. The only thing we saw in college applications. But like, I remember I just applied to UT as like whatever. Like mm-hmm. like. Because I'm going to apply to UT and I was like, it's my safe school because I'm going to get in. And then David Chen was telling me like about, oh, there's this cool honors program that they do for natural science. I was like, okay, might as well apply. And then I get in, right? And apparently only like 20 people get in every year to that program. I was like, oh, so, well, I thought it was whatever because I didn't think UT was like that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But then you get here. And apparently UT is like one of the best schools in like the, well, in the state definitely, but yeah. in the country. I mean, certain things. And so, I realized, like, everyone is, like, so ahead of me in certain things. Like, people are really cool and honest. Like, they're genuinely, like, geniuses. Yeah. And I'm just there, like, I got automatic admission. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they let me in. I really don't. I feel like I do not want it. Yeah, I know. I, I remember... I don't know, like, for whatever reason, I just remember being, like, very bitter during college applications. Uh-huh. I was just mad. I don't know why. It's like, I don't care where I'm going. I'll go wherever. Uh-huh. And my, I was, like, uh, what, like, I was, like, 6.2%. Mm. So I wasn't auto-admit to UT. 
but I was auto admin for A&M, mm-hmm. and I was like, screw it, like, I'll, I'll go to A&M, I don't care, um, and then, and then even, like, business, like, yeah. I didn't know what I was going to apply for, I was originally going to apply for history, um, but then I thought, well, what if I don't like history, so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll apply to the hardest school to get into, uh-huh. and so that way, I can, I can just jump down if I need to. Like, jumping down would be so much easier than jumping up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to put plan two as my secondary oh. choice. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like all... No, like... <laughs> I just feel like that was so obnoxious of me to think. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he wants to go to business. No, he's not. What's his second choice? Plan two. It's like... Who does this kid think he is? Okay, but you got in. Yeah, okay, yes. Okay, like, that's such a big accomplishment. And then I got in, and I was like, oh. Hey, what a... What's the school called? And I was like, Uh I'm a comp? Oh, it's the number five business school? Like, Uh dang, like, (laughs) I I got in here? Wow. Wow, that's kind of... Yeah, I wanted to go here. Like, <laughs> Man, you didn't even try and got into one of the best business schools in America. Well, neither did you, and you got into one of the best. Okay, but I, I do not belong there. Oh, my, dude, I don't. I feel like I don't belong. Like you, imposter syndrome. You out of everyone belongs. Hits, dude. No, I remember being in my calculus class, mm-hmm. and we were talking about high school. Yeah. And one guy's like, "Oh yeah, like I was, I was valedictorian." Some other dude. Yeah, so was I. Mm-hmm. So was I. Oh, so was I. Uh-huh. And then it was like, my, oh, I was uh, number 42. It was like, oh. Well, you're on the same school. Okay, so yeah, and I was in the same school. Didn't care. Man, honestly, I, sometimes I regret trying so hard in high school. Because, like, I just ended up here, you know, like, not like it's a bad thing. But, like, I did not have to try so Yeah, because, like, you don't realize that, like, just because you're not applying to an Ivy doesn't mean you're getting a bad education. Yeah. Like, I don't know, how many IVs are there? And then, like, and UT is, like, number five in business. I think it's just because, like, UT had automatic admission. It seemed like, oh, everyone can get into Yeah, it's it's like, only, it doesn't matter. There's only, like, 6%. I mean, 6% was, like, 40 people for us. Uh-huh. But, like, for other people, it's, like, two. So, I think we kind of we hacked the system. We kind of, well... Because, like, okay, like, who was in our top one well, on? but i mean like uh ut is like rigorous academically mm-hmm. and i don't think like the top six percent thing like just because you were top six percent doesn't mean that you were like good enough means you're fit for it yeah crazy i think that too why is it a thing but i think also there's there's so many smart people here but there's not a lot of intelligent people. Explain. Um, in the same calculus class, there's this girl. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I think I told you. Mm-hmm. She was like, uh, she would just go to class and then put her, her backpack on the desk and use her phone the whole class mm-hmm. and fail every test. And, and then the one day we were talking about like, standardized testing scores and she's like oh yeah I, I got a perfect score on the math ACT and it was like you're, you're so smart but like or maybe it's like you're, you're so intelligent but like 
You're just not smart. Like, yeah. You just don't know how to direct it. I think, like, people, like, praise people for being smart. You know, like, oh, you can do things so easily without even trying, you know? But I think it's so much better to, like, be able to put your mind to something and, like, get good at something, put mm-hmm. in the effort. Um, because you're not, like, like naturally good at it, you know? Yeah. I respect that so much more than someone who got, like, a perfect score in the SAT, you know? Because, I don't know, like, I wish I had more work ethic than, like, natural intelligence. Because I, I really, like, just took advantage of, like, my ability to do well in school. Because mm. it doesn't really benefit you in college. Because college is all about, like, how much work are you willing to put into this, you know? Well, I feel like you have to be at, like, genius level to really not try in college. Because I, you, you can be so intelligent, mm. but just the sheer amount of things you have to know yeah. for, like, one class, for one test... It's crazy. But it's like, it's not even that, like, I could memorize all the information, but it wouldn't mean anything if I didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. Like, it it was such a foreign concept to me that, like, I had to understand what I was doing. Yeah, and also, like, you have to make that yourself. Yeah, like, you can't, you can't, it's not like going to office hours is gonna, well, not like that, but, like, it's not like you just read the book, you know? It's not gonna change anything. You have to really understand, like, what, why does this happen? You know, mm-hmm. how could I, you know, like, uh, the, the use this knowledge, you know? It's not about knowing the knowledge, it's about knowing how to use it. Which is really cool, but I'm not good at that sort of thing. I mean, it's not like something that you're prepared for in high school, definitely, because everything was just memorization, you know? Yeah, and it was, like, there was no expectation. Like, it, w- it was all just recall. Yeah. wasn't understanding. I think the only class I ever did that was calculus. Mm-hmm. It was really, like, I remember, did you, did you, you had this one last Yeah. And did you take the AP test? No. Oh, okay. So, when, when we all took the AP test, right, we all came out of it like, whoa, that was super easy, right? Like, how does, how do people not pass this? And then, like, when we all got our scores back and someone else was telling us, like, Mo- the the ab- most people don't pass that test like a lot of people don't pass it like the average score is under a three and so she had built us up so much to the point where like the ap test was easy because we understood everything right yeah but it's not like it's such a common thing to be able to do like, it was so, like and like i talked to other people and how they did calculus right at other schools and they had such a hard time with it like it was supposed to be like the hardest thing but I know everyone that took it with me so almost, like, they all felt like it was such an easy thing. Yeah, I know, like, because I, I took older most in high school, like, I didn't do well in the class. Mm-hmm. I think I had, like, a C in it, which is, like, my lowest grade in all of high school. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm just bad at math. And then I had to take high, I had to take uh, calculus here at UT. Yeah. And it was like, oh, what do I do? And, like, freaking out about it. And then I realized, like, no, I'm just, like, I'm just a bad student. Because then, like, taking calculus at UT, like, I was like, hey, why don't I, why don't I study for this test? Mm -hmm. Let's see what happens. Oh, oh, I got a good grade on it. Like, hey, that's funny how that works. (laughs) Like, hey, why didn't I do this earlier? Um. And it was also very rewarding. Yeah. Just to like finally 
like understand yeah. calculus like to be able to say like wow i really understand this material like i don't just know it. like i i understand mm-hmm. and, and there, there's something like good about it because like you know it's hard mm-hmm. and like you know how to do it yeah i think it was really cool with with miss Lenos, like the way she taught she didn't teach, teach like anyone else i ever had she she didn't just like teach us like oh here are the equations you know and here's how to here's how you use them you know she was always like why are we using this equation like what does this mean you know like second derivative right like you just take your derivative twice but mm-hmm. why what is the second derivative right and you just like understand like calculus wasn't math it was like application of like real life stuff but it's not easy to grasp if you don't understand it you know and but if you do understand it then everything just becomes so much easier yeah because then if you understand it like you obviously are able to simplify it mm-hmm. and it's I guess so it was like I I know like the big thing is like oh you're gonna see like you're gonna use calculus to start your entire life no mm-hmm. I'm not and you're not but yeah. like I see in other classes yeah like, especially like in, mm-hmm. in like the business classes like accounting where it's like like we're doing something and like it seems so like foreign and weird and like wait like this is this is a derivative. Yeah, right? Everything is just rates. Yeah, it's like, this is right? all this is. I know what this is. Yeah. Like, why am I confused about it? And then it's, then like, I, I understand it. It's like, hey, maybe I am going to use calculus <laughs> in my life. Honestly, like, it comes up in my STEM classes so much. Like, this is like population growth, that's calculus. You know, mm-hmm. like area, and then you find the area under the curve. And it's like, they're trying to explain why we're finding area under the curve, but it's like to me, it's like I already know area under the curve is like I don't remember now because it's been a while. Don't like, ask me. Don't. But before, like, ugh, like there was meaning to it, you know, and like having that knowledge in calculus genuinely made things easier. So I'm not trying to tell people that you need calculus, but like you could. Uh, I feel like it's uh, one of those like foundational things. For like higher learning yes. and higher understanding. Calculus really isn't everything. I can't believe what I'm saying. Ah, oh, I'm such uh, a nerd. <laughs> but it really uh, is. It's like it's a good foundation in calculus. It helps you understand so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, is it necessary for like real? Oh, God, it is. Like real life. I feel like it depends. Like if you if you're a statistician. Yeah, or like, like a, like a chemist, that. or like yeah. an engineer, and it's like, yeah, I mean, if you're like... If you're anything in STEM, or like anything math-related, you need calculus. I mean, like, most people don't, mm-hmm. but I think if you think about it, no. If you're not in research, you really don't need it. Oh, yeah, maybe you can make, like, the snide, like, well, if you count money, that's uh, you're grounded at a rate. <laughs> you're using calculus, like, but mm-hmm. I mean, not really. No. Uh, STEM, am I right? Gonna be mean. I can't believe I'm in STEM. You're in STEM. It's my life. Did I ever? Did I tell you what my dream is? What's your dream? To be a stay-at-home dad. That is the dream. Like, I could spend ten years of my life like doing school. And then if someone was like, oh, can you just stay at home and take care of the kids? I'd drop everything. Like, my last 10 years of education meant nothing. <laughs> I would drop it so easily. Just, like, have the opportunity to just, like, stay at home with my kids. 
is like that be my life? I don't know. People like they don't. They're, they're so afraid of that. Like oh, I don't want to just be at home all day and like having to do all the chores or whatever. Like take care of the kids. Like no, that seems like so amazing to me. Yeah, that's. I, I like that about you, Chris. Like I remember when you told me that. Uh, like one of the, the things like you want the most in life is like to be a father. And, mm-hmm. and that was like, I don't know, was you telling me that was kind of like eye-opening, I think like to your character, but then also like to my character, because I thought like, oh, like, yeah, like that's, like, I, I want that too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I haven't even been thinking about that. Like, I've just been so consumed with all these little things. It's like, like that sounds really nice mm-hmm. um, I don't know I, I just thought that was like so interesting that you said that like oh, that's something that you you want like you're seeking towards yeah it's such a big thing for me and people were always like people always say like I'm afraid to bring a kid into this world like I want to bring them into like this like cool world or whatever but it's like me like I want to be able to bring out the person and have them like give them the tools to, like, be happy and, like, succeed in life, you know? Like, knowing that I raised a person to, like, do well in life is so, so rewarding to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, be able to, like, give my love to this person without having to, like, expect anything in return. Like, I don't know, it's just, it seems so, like, fulfilling to me. Yeah, I think it's... There's also something about... Um, like, going through things and then wanting the people you love to not go through those things and like that's that accumulates like with a child because it's like you're passing on your wisdom of like mm-hmm. hey don't do these things yeah. like oh why shouldn't i it's like well, why exactly. is this like a cool opportunity it's like i have all this knowledge i want to give it to someone you know yeah then it's like you have a blank you have like a, a canvas yeah i mean do like, that. i don't want to be like the dad who's like super controlling you like uh-huh. this and this but I want to be able to like I like I have things that I think are cool to know you know I want to be able to pass them on to a different person you know mm-hmm. like be able to like grow up with that you know would you want a son or a daughter a daughter well I mean maybe a son but like I have to choose to be a daughter <clears throat> why I don't know guys are boys are gross yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're a handful I don't know my and daughter, this so cute, whatever. Just some little outfits. And the little ponytails. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like teach them about life. Um, I don't know. I would love to have a son, but like, I don't know. The idea of having a daughter is just more pleasing to me. Well, because it's something. I don't know. I feel like for me, that's like something that I just don't know about. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it is kind of like, kind of scary because like, I don't know. Because, like, I would also be scared to have a daughter because, like, it's so hard for, like, women in this world. Yeah. And, like, being able to bring them on, like, having them try to understand why things are so difficult. I mean, hopefully we won't be, like, single fathers. <laughs> 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 no, but, like, oh, what if I can? I don't know. But, no, yeah, just being able to bring you up. And then, like, having a person there with you, you know, is, like, you just, like, raising this kid. <sighs> Yeah. It seems like such a nice, nice thing. It's tough, really. It's not like you have to devote your 
your life to this person. Like, I mean, if you aren't willing to be able to, like, drop everything, like, give everything to this one person, then you shouldn't be, like, a, a parent. Because, I mean, a lot of people will just, they're like, oh, the next step is parenthood, you know? Like, mm. oh, I'm married, I'm going to have a kid. So it's like, the, you, you have to be prepared, like, mentally, you know? And people just, like, they, they, they treat it like such a nonchalant thing. I think it's, like, a super important thing. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully... I don't know, I think it's a lot of it. Or a lot of it is, like, like discipline and, like... I think the whole thing is, like, like you can't love someone if you don't love yourself and mm-hmm. all that. And that, that, like, applies with just a relationship with one person. And then... I think, like, that's already so difficult. Like, mm-hmm. if you just... Like can't do that, and then like you bring a kid into it, and it's yeah. more complicated, and and maybe like, maybe that's why like so many people end up like messed up from childhood because maybe, like their parents just like shouldn't have had kids when they yeah. did or weren't ready for it, and it's a responsibility and scary, but also it's like I don't know, it's feels right maybe that's just like the <laughs> biological nature like oh, yeah. tell them it feels right like, <laughs> <laughs> i mean naturally we just we want to have kids like it's our like we just we live to reproduce that's it you can break it down everything is driven back to reproduction yeah you get money why so you can find someone and then reproduce yeah so you become more attractive to that mm-hmm. person you improve upon yourself so you can reproduce like it's the whole thing. You yeah. say it's for other people, but it like biologically we are trying to appeal to others. Yeah. It's weird. I don't like to think about it. You like to or you don't? I don't. Oh. <laughs> it's kinda like just reduces everything. Yeah. But it's but like, eh, is that so bad? <laughs> yeah, like, I did I think everything we do is like selfish in a sense you can't see like something that's completely selfless i think about that like a lot i don't know why because like people like they try and justify everything like oh i was like trying to be selfless i was doing it for this other person but in the end it benefits you somewhat everything bent like if you're you're doing something because it's going to benefit you i think i suppose so i mean like name something that wouldn't that you would do that wouldn't benefit that I would do? Yeah. Like, like you, if you make a choice about something, in some way you're making it because it benefits you in a way that is uh, desirable. Okay, wh- what about in the case of, like, sacrificing your life? You're doing it because you would rather have that other person live. Is that selfish? In a way, like, you're doing it because you want... Like, you would rather you then live than you. But that's not selfish. Okay, but like, people like take the word selfish like in a negative connotation. Like selfish meaning like you're doing it for you. You know? You're doing it because you want to. Not because you're doing it for anyone else. Well, you sort of are. Like it's not solely because of anyone else. Like in the end, your feelings come from it. Because like, let's say you were self- you were sacrificing yourself for like something you love, right? Let's say this is a random person on the street. Are you, are you gonna still do it? Maybe could but like genuinely you would right i think someone would someone would 
because they value them more than themselves, right? But like, you don't know this person, so it's like, oh, I, it benefits me more to just stay out of it. But if it's someone that you like, love, like, oh, well, no, isn't I it like care. it benefits you more? Than it benefits me. Because I feel like it benefits you... me because it benefits you. Well, no, because well, your benefit. Is I better. feel like the ultimate thing. I mean, obviously, like, okay, maybe, like, the the purpose or the drive is to reproduce. But in order to do that, like, you have to stay alive. Yes. So then wouldn't anything that goes contrary to staying alive be, like, counter to what is natural? I think, like, you know how, like, the whole, like, the Maslow, Maslow is, like, five steps like, let's say you reach, like, that peak, right? But, like, you've gained that one thing. These become inconsequential, inco right? So, like, to maintain this one thing, I can give up this. I don't think so. Maybe. Well, well is life even a part of that? Like, Well, because in terms of the, the hierarchy of needs, the most important ones are at the bottom. That's like the social. Uh, no. Are they the most important? Like yes. for for keep for being alive. Yeah, that's literally like it's the <sighs> base thing of staying alive. Okay, but I think we've changed what it means to be alive, like in like this okay. current world, as a different food, water, safety. Yes. Okay, but the thing is, like most people have that. Like in like where we like obviously we, we take for for granted. Most people don't have that, but like us, we have that. That's taken care of. So mm -hmm. we don't think about that. So in reality, it's the other things that we place as more important. I don't think so. Ah, uh, in my mind, it makes so much sense. Because I mean, what, like, what, like, what? I mean, isn't one of them like self fulfillment? Yes, I think it's the top one. And so it's like getting a job. It's like I don't think about getting a job every day, but I think about eating, or I do eat. At least once every day. I don't know. A lot of people like they 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 value like their like positions in life over like their well being. I don't know, because I mean you can go without having like a job, but you can't go without food or water. Like that's always going. Like no matter how good of a job you have, like you're never going to totally replace those fundamental things. I forgot what my argument. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I, I had a good Well, you one. said, like, at the top, once you get the top, the thing at the Okay, top. like, in the case of, like, sac sacrificing your life to someone else, right? Mm -hmm. You're giving up the whole thing. Yeah. For, because you want to maintain, like, this top level. I think, like... But you can only maintain that if you're alive. Well, not necessarily, like... In a sense, you're you're fulfilling you're fulfilling yourself, and if you hadn't sacrificed yourself, that that self fulfillment would not have happened, and that self fulfillment is more important than but anything I mean, else. I don't know because like, do you feel fulfilled if you're? Well, you're dead. Like you don't feel. Well, like no, no, no. <laughs> like in the brief moment, say there's an oncoming car. Mm -hmm. And you can push the person out of the way, but in the process, you're going to get hit and you're going to die. Mm -hmm. And say, like, you turn, you look, and, like, you just instinctively jump. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think in that, like, quarter second of you jumping, it's like, 
<laughs> fulfillment <laughs> the car yeah, I'm not saying like you maybe it's like you wouldn't be fulfilled like you know you wouldn't be fulfilled if you had if you hadn't jumped so you're choosing to not live a life where you wouldn't be fulfilled well isn't that the whole thing of like survivor's guilt I guess sort of but like my point being you would you're you're choosing to live a life you're choosing to not live a life of unfulfillment I mean, that's where we are right now. I don't know. I mean, some people, like... Like, people value being fulfilled more than, like, living. Do people unwillingly sacrifice their lives? I don't know, because, like, you have the, like, you have the point five seconds of, like, choosing whether or not to do it. Like, are you in that moment being like, oh, should I save them? Should I not save them? No, you just do it, right? If you do end up doing it. Which is why Maslow was an idiot. But I mean, <laughs> like, what about, like, the soldier who gets drafted to war and then and doesn't want to be there uh-huh. and then immediately gets shot through the head? Well, what's the argument? Well, I mean, he did, I mean, he obviously did something selfless. Like, he, I mean, in, you could say that what he did was selfless. Like, he went to fight for his country. But if he didn't want to he be didn't there, do it on his own terms. Then he wasn't fulfilled. But it was selfless. Was it? He had to go. The only reason he did not go is because he would probably he would go to jail if he didn't. Or I don't know. But it was a selfless act. Was it? Because he did it for his own benefit. No, but he... Well, okay. Mm. Well, it benefited him more. I guess it benefited him to, like, not go to jail... Yeah, like, he valued not going to jail more than, you know, killing himself. I don't know. He didn't know that he was going to die. It was risking. Poor guy. Yeah. Sucks. He was all dishonest. Yeah, shouldn't have been shot. <laughs> should have been better at one. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I just made... I'm doing, like, so many mental <laughs> gymnastics. Nothing makes sense. I think that was a dumb argument. Like, erase what I said. <laughs> <laughs> like, a... a, 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 a I think the like base argument was whether like sacrificing yourself is a selfish or selfless act. I think it's selfless. And I think but it's selfless. I think you can apply selfish lens onto it. I think that, that's just that, the way that, it goes. That's, that's it. That, that was that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could tell you. <laughs> Only one way to find out. You're me. <laughs> Someone has to die. <laughs> How would you even do that? You get like a Ouija board? No, fuck! Don't mess with that. I don't. I don't mess with those sorts of things that you. I would cry if you brought one out. I'd cry and leave. What if I said like, it was selfish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this sh- I don't know. Do you think that's real? What, afterlife stuff? Like, I don't know, like, communicating like, beyond the grave. Okay, I don't believe in ghosts. However, I would never mess with a Ouija board. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I know it doesn't mean anything, but I would never mess with it. Because it could. Yeah, just take your bets then. Yeah, I'd rather just not do it. 
Because, I mean, my mom was telling me so many stories about people who, like, did it. And, like, them being, like, the best or whatever. And it's like, uh, were they? But I don't know the word. I'm like, oh. I don't know. I think it's interesting how, uh, like, the demon possessions Mm -hmm. from the past, a lot of times are just, like, mental illness. Mm -hmm. People are, like, schizophrenic and things like that. I think it's interesting that they people say like that those are all demons. No, I think it's really interesting. Like autism, right? People argue now that autism is so much more uh I don't wanna say what's the word, like rampant? Like it just exists more now than it did before. Mm-hmm. Um but that's not the case. Like people were like, ah, autism wasn't a thing before, like vaccines or was a thing before process of getting more boobs or whatever, right? But it's like no autism was a thing before. It's just people didn't call it autism. Yeah. It was like, oh, Johnny's a little weird guy, but he didn't mess with him, so it's cool, right? Or there were these things called, like, the changelings, where it's like, your kid was kidnapped in the middle of the night, and they were replaced with, like, a fairy thing. who looks the same, but, like, they don't act normal. And it's like, uh, it's a case of, like, a person with autism. Like, mm-hmm. you expect them to act certainly, but they don't. Or it's like, people with autism, like, they could live normally, like, in the lifestyle because like the the sensations of like urban lifestyles are like it's like it's overstimulation mm-hmm. and so you wouldn't see that in a person who lived like in a rural lifestyle and like that sort of thing like these things existed before but we didn't see them and also i think we didn't no one tested for them mm-hmm. or really knew what to call them right it's like is he just weird or like and back then they were just weird but now it's like oh no they, they have Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like scared of that. Having like a kid. Yeah, and like yeah, them, them just like turning out like with autism or Down syndrome, and obviously like, I'd still love them. It's just, but you, it changes your whole life. Yeah, it's, it's like you can plan for so much, and that happens, and I don't know. I almost feel like I shouldn't say that. No, but, but I mean, it is, a, it is scary. I think any parent is scared of like having their kid. Cause like no parent wants their kid to yeah. like be born with a disability. Um, that's why I want to adopt. Cause like, okay, I mean, it sounds that's bad. That's like a, that's a surefire like, way. Yeah, of... like I know they're okay, you know. Like it sounds bad, but like I am scared of like the risk of like, what if they they end up with a disability? You know, like it would just make things harder, like for them and for me. You know, it's like the the. I'd rather just, you know, like, I don't know, pick a kid off the street, like, hey, you can have a kid now. Well, maybe I work off of that, you know? But I have a dad. No, you're my kid now. <laughs> no, I'm your dad. <laughs> but it is, like, it's, it's a thing that, like, runs in my family. So it is, like, a risk. Mm. I don't know if I'd want to take that risk. It's scary. Oh, yeah. We just got real heavy right back. <laughs> we just, just like for a bit and then got real heavy. I, mean, I think those are the good conversations. Yeah. Because like it's it's hard to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. People just like to like just chill and just not think about the tough stuff. But you really learn about another person when you talk about the tough stuff. Yeah. What'd you learn? Um, then I'm uh, afraid of having <laughs> an autistic child. <laughs> but like the, that, 
it's the genuine graffiti, you know. I think mean, like you don't, it, the people don't talk about it. Yeah. But it's a thing that exists. You know, I think it's like comforting to know that other people did it because you don't want to be thinking to yourself like, "Oh, I'm a horrible person because yeah. I don't want this to happen." Like, no, but everyone does that. It is comforting to know. See, Chris. Now we are the closest friends. Oh wow! The, the real, the real journey, wow. the real treasure was the relationship we built along the way. The way things can change so quickly. I know. Is that it? Is it? Are we out? Yeah, so we're at two hours sixteen. What? No, you're lying to me. I'm not lying. <laughs> you're well, I have. I was gonna go off about Andrew for like thirty. Minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm tired. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the second edition of Maddie Ice Hot Takes. Um, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was great. Uh, do you want me to plug your social media? Um, I don't have any good pictures on my social media. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it makes me self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, hope you all enjoyed. You want to do my GoFundMe? Uh, Chris's <laughs> GoFundMe <laughs> to become a dad. <laughs> no. um, see you later. Bye. Peace.